Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 127. I am B. I'm Chick. And I'm Chris. And we got a really cool guest today, guys. Um, it's my buddy yeah, Anthony but... Elias. He's hey guys, how's it going? Thank you guys up, for having me on board. Dude, thanks yeah, for coming and on. and thank you for coming on. Thanks oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, we met on the uh, on the movie set that I worked on in Florida. And, oh, that's uh, where you guys met. Okay. Yeah, and he did all the stunt work for the film, so it's it was really cool. You were showing the kids like a bunch of uh, you know martial arts stuff, and you had the crash mats and all that. <laughs> it was awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was a uh, that was actually a pretty fun time. That was actually just us screwing around and like you know, uh, I was a little bit bored. Because I mean, obviously, it wasn't it wasn't that kind of movie. But the kids uh, were uh, not bugging me. They're they're great kids. Uh, but they were so curious about the whole martial arts stuff and whatever. And I showed them a couple of moves, you know, safely, of course. Uh, but man, you show the kids one damn thing, they want to be able to do it all. Like they're they're literally trying to pitch, like, yeah, we should do like next karate kid. I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> you know what? I, I totally see it. that though, because I when I watch martial arts stuff, I'm fucking it's awesome. I'm a I'm a big guy. I love martial art movies and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. What kind of stunts do you have to do on a children's baseball movie? What, that's like, what I was going <laughs> to ask you. You're hitting a lot of home runs and sliding. <laughs> a lot of balls uh, to the face. Uh, baseballs. <laughs> that came out weird. You know, I, I, wow. I, actually, I actually have a funny story uh, uh, for you on that. But um, So for that movie, to be honest with you, it was the easiest freaking gig I could have possibly ever landed. Yet a big one. Um, because, like, literally all they did, yeah, you know, a couple of baseball slides in here and there. Just yeah. really, my, my job in there, it wasn't even some, really not a lot of stunt coordinating. It was more like just safety. Uh, just okay. make, making sure that the kids were safe, nobody got hurt. Um, making sure that they're not doing anything to hurt themselves. Because uh, at the end of the day, they're kids. Um, they get bored. They're going to do stuff. And a lot for a lot of the kids, uh, as a matter of fact, this was like their first. Some of them, for some of them, it was their first film, and then for some of them, it was just their first major film. Uh, oh. So they really did not know how to act, uh, in the sense of you know, I mean, obviously they're gonna act like kids, but as well, far and as there's like, there's so much they, standing around too. <laughs> a lot of hurry up and wait, man. You know yeah. The deal. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get into this? As, well, uh, you mean like that movie or just... Or no, the, just in general. Like, how'd you get into this? whole lifestyle. So, uh, as a matter of fact, it all goes back to high school. Uh, I was in TV production when I was back in high school. Uh, basically, you know, filming the, the, the morning news and, uh, you know, making a bunch of cheesy, really crappy freaking commercials uh, for the opening announcements and stuff like that. And uh, we did like a couple of uh, little commercials here and there. Uh, where it involved like some fight scenes and stuff. But as a matter of fact, I have been doing martial arts for 20 years now. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, studying multiple different kinds uh, between Muay Thai, Taekwondo, uh, Kapawita, Filipino Kali, uh, uh, Judo. And uh, as of right now, I'm actually currently studying uh, Toshin Do, which is a form of ninjutsu. Um, but yeah, due to COVID, we've been taking a break on that. But um, <laughs> It all, it all started with my martial arts, and then the whole uh, filming aspect started when I was in high school. And uh, from there, as a matter of fact, uh, before this whole movie shit even happened, um, I was actually uh, supposed to be a Marine. 
That's actually, believe it or not, that's actually a family tradition. Um, <laughs> Long line of uh, Marines. Uh, Marines. Like Lieutenant Dan. What's that? Like Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Didn't he come from a long line of people uh, in the Marines? Yeah, exactly. yeah. But um, yeah, different uh, different uh, branches: Marines, Army, Navy. Um, and that was going to be the first thing that I was supposed to do when I left high school. But then, uh, and which you know, I took the test. I took the uh, the ASVAB uh, uh, test, uh, the, the the PT test, all that stuff. Passed with flying colors. But then uh, last minute, I was like, you know what? I don't think I really want to do this. And uh, uh, and that's when I decided to, you know, want to get into acting, filmmaking, stunts, and stuff like that, uh, because I was kind of somewhat doing it on my own. Uh, so I decided to go for uh, as a career, which um, it definitely made my, uh, my 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 parents very upset because uh, <laughs> right. we get that yeah, man. That they're they're the classic uh, old school, you know, types that you know, uh, getting into the arts is is more of a hobby. You know, it's not necessarily a career. Which you know, what, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a, <clears throat> from right now, since the, since that time, it's been like 10 years. Um, I definitely wouldn't call it a hobby, but at the time it definitely seemed like so, especially when you're first starting out, you know, you're going to these different auditions, you're doing a bunch of free stuff, things that are just end up on YouTube, you're sh shooting stuff in people's backyards, all that crap. And, uh, but, um, you gotta what, start somewhere though. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, the funny thing about it was that, um, after I made that decision, they were mad at me for quite some time. And uh, then uh, my, my family, my mom particularly, uh, was telling me, all right, Anthony, you, you really, you're really serious about this acting thing? What are, what are you gonna do? I'm like, I'm gonna go for it. I'm like, all right, well, you have one year to make something happen with this thing. If not, then you gotta ship out. I'm like, right, <laughs> One year is not a long one time. No, it's not, man. But you know what, though? As fate would have it, um, me and, you know, a small group of friends, we, uh, we kept on grinding. Uh, I had started my own, little, um, my own little action team called Genesis Action Stunts. Um, and uh, we were just a bunch of kids, man, freaking uh, going to parks with a crappy little camcorder, you know, filming choreography, uploading it on YouTube. And uh, that was it. That's all we did. And uh, it was an awesome young gentleman at the time. Uh, his name is uh, Vidal Acosta. He was a student uh, from, uh, from Full Sail, and he was doing a documentary on stunts. And so, as it would have it, he reached out to me on Facebook. He found me online, and hey, you know, I want to go ahead and do a documentary on you guys on a rising stunt team. Oh, that's and I was, oh my god, that would be freaking amazing! And um, it was a great documentary, man. Because at the time, too, I was also trying. What's to the name of it? It's, uh, it's actually called Genesis Action Stunts. You can look it up on Vimeo. Um, okay. Yeah it's, called, yeah, it's called Genesis Action Stunts. And, uh, and um, yeah, during that time, I was trying to film my first short film at the time, which failed horribly. horribly. <laughs> it didn't even get finished. None of that shit. It ended up, be, it ended up uh, becoming a bunch of demo reel footage uh in the end of it which you know everyone still appreciated but the, the the powerful thing about that documentary was that it was all just one big learning curve and uh you know honestly you can't wear too many hats all at once you have to you know really study everything you know master the craft and so on man but ever since that documentary came out man that's when everything has started but you know what's the the, the kicker of this whole entire story is during the beginning my what? first my first film, 
the first short film I got to choreograph all by myself, the first film I got to act in, the first film I got to lead star in, I end up playing a goddamn Marine. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? So you did, you, you followed in the family footsteps. Yeah. yeah. Good degrees, like, you know, hey, look, I kind of did it, man. This is, I, you know, I, I already had his best. Like, yeah, I'm wearing the uniform. Yeah, right, like, man. But uh, say, what was no, the name? Is that you. something that we could find somewhere or? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I have a copy of it in my YouTube channel, uh, Genesis Action Stunts. And it's like literally one of the first videos that are, uh, that are up there. Uh, the, the film is called Cope. 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 And okay. uh, it's, about, um, it's about a young, uh, a, a young military man who was uh, captured by the Taliban um, and was uh, held captive for about four years. And then he finally gets rescued. And uh, he's uh, trying to cope and uh, live with everyday life. He's going to therapy. And uh, in this scene, they show just this one night of what it's like to be him. And he's in a bar. He's uh, suffering from post-traumatic stress. And there's this big fight that, uh, that ensues. And you get to kind of you know, live a bit of his reality as, he's, as what he's going through now in his civilian life. That's pretty cool, man. Like yeah, a movie, uh, with me and Chick called Cope because uh, we're living in a world where we're just trying to cope. <laughs> yeah, we are yeah. just trying to cope, and uh, you know, that the sounds great. Thing I though. can relate to is 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 disappointing my parents. I'm still yeah, trying to, it, it happens, man. We to not disappoint them. <laughs> Dude, so when you're doing some of these stunts, though, like. How much of it is, um, do you choreograph it down to every single move and how much like error might there be in a scene and how much of it is like, if you're punching a guy, like do you really punch him? <laughs> um, okay. So for that, I'm a huge perfectionist and honestly, this is how it should be done. Um, so what we did, for example, uh, for Every project that I do uh, that involves a fight scene, there there are some days where you know you have to go ahead and choreograph some stuff on the spot, and um, just because you know you have to accustom to the location, uh, the actor's ability, um, and uh, really for the shot itself. But most of the time, I uh, like to put together what I call what what uh, all of us in the uh, action industry call a previs, which uh, uh, is performed by stunt performers. And what we'll do is that we'll map out. Uh, the choreography uh, on another day. We'll train, we'll choreograph the, uh, the action, we'll map it out, um, and then we'll also shoot it in a way that we think it should be shot, and then we'll present that to the director um, in an edited you know, video with sound effects, all that stuff, um, and we'll actually play out the scene, and we'll give it to the director, he'll view it, and like, all right, cool, this is actually an awesome platform that we can use as, uh, as a blueprint. Um, and then when shooting, uh, when uh, right before shooting day comes, we'll train, we'll train the actors in the choreography, make sure they get it, uh, uh, get everything that, down the way they need to, and then shooting day happens, and then hopefully things go according to plan. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which most of the time, thank God, uh, uh, it has for me. Um, there have been times where you know you gotta improvise uh, and not improvise on the spot, meaning uh, yeah, you know you gotta come up with new choreography, and then all right. We'll go ahead and do a quick rehearsal of this. We'll shoot it and go from there. As far as making contact with anyone, I try not to do that, especially with actors. Now, with my stunt guys, 
uh, we practice a certain kind of fight choreography, which is more towards uh, the Eastern style, um, which is, you know, it's like, it's, a, it's martial arts action where there's pretty much like contact about 90% of the time, uh, but nowhere on the face though. Mm. Uh, do, you, do you do like um, any uh, martial arts, like tournaments where you're actually fighting and stuff? Oh, do I? No, not anymore. Uh, I had done, uh, I had done two amateur fights in two tournaments uh, growing up. And uh, as a matter of fact, the, the two tournaments, uh, they were pretty much like light sparring. So you really fought for points. I was going to say, aren't a lot of the tournaments not like full contact, at least when you're coming, like coming of age, I guess? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, when, um, uh, when you're young, yeah, they're not really full contact. And if they are, you've you got your headgear on, you've got your yeah. body gear on, whatever. And mainly it's like to be light sparring. Because they actually stop you if you if you get a bit too aggressive. Um, but yeah, no, I had I had actually done two amateur fights, like legit full contact amateur fights, and uh, that was also kind of like my second career that I was going to pursue before the acting thing started. Um, and uh, I had met with a fight promoter, and he kind of gave me some good advice, um, which you know, honestly. I had also felt the duck and move. Oh. Oh, no, did he tell you to duck? <laughs> the advice they gave me was that if you're going to go ahead and pursue acting, uh, and as well as do the whole MMA thing, you got to forget about this. You got to forget about looking pretty. Uh, yeah, you can't do one without the other, right? It's kind of no, absolutely not. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, I'm always going to play the bad guy, which ironically, so I have mostly played the bad guy anyways but um no the other thing was too is that i also had broken my nose twice really yeah usually people uh, with broken noses you can tell and i i'm not did you, you know. break it once this way and once that way like yeah. <laughs> well yeah no <laughs> without, it, it looks very straight luckily it healed up pretty well i have a, a slight little bump over here um but uh no it, I, believe it or not my nose is actually two sizes than what it's supposed to be <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, um, after that, you know, I just came to that realization, like, yeah, you know, he's probably right, and, uh, and honestly, it was the greatest decision that I had ever made, because, I mean, for this action stuff, you have to be, I mean, just as much as, you know, the MMA stuff, you, you, you have to be 100% healthy, you have to take care of your body, uh, especially, you know, if you're going to be doing, like, heavy stunts, and not just some, the, the fighting aspect of it, but falling, falling on concrete, which, of course, you know, we're all, we're all wearing padding when we're doing these things under our clothes. So I mean, yeah. When the, at the times that you do see contact, we're wearing protection under there. Wait, so uh, you have to fall straight on concrete sometimes? How do you? Uh, how do you oh, go yeah. about that? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of practice, man. A lot of practice, and on top of that, like I said, you you have to wear uh, certain padding for that. So for when you're falling on concrete, really for falls in general, um, or landing on any hard surface, you uh, what we wear is a very thin motorcycle gear. And we'll wear that under our clothing. And so that way, when we smack the ground, uh, it doesn't hurt as bad. You feel the impact, of course, but you're not getting right. scraped up or anything like that for the most part. Is it like stunt schools, though, for this stuff? Like how to fall on concrete and how to fall on down a hill or whatever it is? Absolutely, yeah. No, there's, there's, uh, there's definitely schools for that. Yeah, it's, a like a, it's, like a, it's like a craft. I mean, it's like anything. You could yeah. do it intelligently i guess is, is the way i want to say it right no absolutely and i totally recommend uh people who 
who don't have the access or don't uh, necessarily have the proper knowledge uh, on how to even practice those things, yeah, definitely uh, try to look for a school. So do you watch like, say you watch a movie like, um, like Star Wars where they're having these crazy lightsaber battles or something like that. Do you mm-hmm. watch that and you're like, I could fucking do this. Like, <laughs> like, oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, not to, not, not like to, picking it apart. But uh, yeah, no, honestly, I, uh, I, I look at those, those videos all the time and I think to myself, man, I, yeah, I do all the time. I, I, I could totally freaking do this. I can totally freaking spin that lightsaber freaking this yeah. way, that way. It doesn't yeah. matter. I'm dying to, to, to actually uh, be in one of those movies or even do a fan film and just show how well, I, I was just going to say. I yeah, see yeah. all the, the, the posters in the background there. You look, are you an Avenger guy? Like, would you love to do like a, um, like a <laughs> superhero DC, movie where I'm you're like. DC superheroes. Absolutely. I would love to, man. That is, that is a goddamn dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see you with the neck thing too. Is that a shock tooth? Oh yeah, that is. You is that that shark behind that? I feel like there's always a reason behind a shark tooth. Yeah. Uh, whatchamacallit? Yeah, actually, um, actually, it's a, a shark tooth. I thought it was supposed to be more of a, uh, no, this is a saber tooth. That's is that a talon? No, it's a saber tooth. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what is uh, it? It's a saber tooth. It's, uh, it's, um, it's, uh, carved in, uh, in, uh, in mar- uh, marble. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. Yeah. Do you think you could walk on a moving train? <laughs> on a moving train? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't fucking try that shit. Wait, what movie is that from? There was a I know, fight I'm scene. Say, I've seen a, this scene before. Is that is that um that movie with Travolta, uh, Black Arrow, or whatever the hell it is? Uh, I don't know. That's I I remember seeing that, and I'm like, whoever does that is insane. Yeah, no. Think, Me personally, I wouldn't do it. You I wouldn't do it. So if Dude. if uh. If if Star Wars Star Wars who's directing Star Wars J.J. Abrams, George Lucas. Think? Well, back in the day. Back oh in the yeah, day. you're right. You're a huge right. J.J. Abrams now. It's Anthony, J.J. Abrams a huge now. film comes along, and they're like, "We want you, but you're a stuntman. You got to walk on a train, man, and that train's gonna be moving. You're gonna not do it." I love when he puts the hands down to sit there <laughs> for the. Say, I don't know. Show me the money first. And it's uh, going to be big money. It's big money. How that, how that train is moving. <laughs> it's moving. It's moving. I was hoping it's, you it's were going to say, like, fuck yeah, I'm getting on a train. Yeah, I'm getting on a plane just... wing. I'm doing whatever they need. So you know what it is, though? It shows that he knows what he's doing because I would be like, fuck yeah, I'm walking on a yeah. train. How hard could that be? <laughs> Oh man! How hard could that, that shows his experience. He's like, nah, man. I've tried. No, it won't do Doesn't that. work. Well, no. Because here, here, here's why. I mean, first off, trying to trying to to step into a moving train. First off, I was born and raised in New York, and I've been and I've uh, uh, rode trains like almost like all my life. And so to even step onto one as like it's about as it's about to go away, just when you're about to miss the train, it's a terrible freaking feeling. You that really would be bad every fucking <laughs> yeah. time. <laughs> well, for yeah, the mortal, it reminds me of the person you're you're in the back of the train, and you have to like climb up the side to try to get to the front to slow it down. Yes, that's Ooh. the scene. I don't know, man. I saw that. That's I saw something the like scene. That Chris nailed it. <laughs> I saw something like that in Blade One, and like that was CGI. 
But even so, like that looked painful. <laughs> <laughs> what what's what's the uh, most extreme thing that you think you would do? You stole my question, B. <laughs> well, I would say not only is it the most extreme thing that I that, that I would do, but it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, especially because um, I'm a huge fan of Tony Ja. If, uh, if you don't know who that is, that's, um, he's a martial arts action star from Thailand. And he's, yep. heavily, um, he's heavily known for a movie uh, that, that he did called Ong Bak. And, uh, Ong Bak is amazing. It's amazing. It's Our amazing. resident one of film the... expert knows it, of course. Ong Bak is one of the best uh, martial arts flicks out there. Oh, that movie, it, it inspired me to study Muay Thai in the first place. I mean, that was the movie that was like, that, I want to do that. Yeah, I was, um, I, I, it was a very good movie. I was telling them, they always make fun of me, but I'm one of the, uh, I am big on the, Ang Bak was the first Muay Thai movie, right? Or like, um, it was, uh, uh, where it, is was it was the first Muay Thai movie that really, really, really made it big, uh, as a matter of fact. There's, um... There's a man, uh, God rest his soul, he is actually Tony Jaa's teacher, and uh, he was actually one of the very first uh, few people to bring Muay Thai into cinema uh, way back forever ago. His name is Pana Ritikrai, and uh, that is the man. There's a movie that he did. Um, it's, it's literally one of his uh, most famous ones. It's called Born to Fight. It's a very old movie. Um, you know, so if you look at the quality, that, that's, that's why. But you can actually look up fight scenes on YouTube and uh, it's absolutely amazing, even for its time. Uh, a lot of uh, inf uh, influence, you can see a lot of uh, Jackie Chan influences there, uh, as far as like, you know, the, the replay action and slow motion. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even replay actions of seeing like contact, you know, elbows to the head, all that stuff, just like in Ong Bak. Like literally, he's the original Ong Bak. And then Tony Well, Chuck that's why Ong Bak is great too, because most of the, the Kung Fu flicks are all, um, Chinese and Asian, uh, Chinese and, and, and Japanese fighters, and Muay Thai really isn't in them. Ong Bak was like the first one in Thailand and not like China, Japan. And right. there's three of them as a whole series, and they're awesome. They really are good. No, absolutely. And so, so you uh, love like the Ip Man and all that stuff too? Like you, you're big. Uh, heck yeah. Because Ip Man 4 just came out on Netflix. I literally just bought the movie not too long ago, Hitman 4. Now I finally got the entire trilogy. Uh, it was good, Hitman 4. It was better than Hitman 3. I, Hitman 3 is the only one I didn't love. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't dislike it. I, 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 I just Hitman. didn't love it. Yeah, no, I loved Hitman 3 just because just Tyson was in it. I mean, that was uh, not only well, yeah, a great Yeah, that's story. the thing. In this, only Hitman 3 it. fans are going to go nuts over this. <laughs> Dude, Hitman, <laughs> I mean – Listen, there's a lot of people who are into this. Oh, movie. It was really good. I didn't see any of the other ones. Left. And It Man is like the shit. It's, it, the, the first one is, the first two are absolutely amazing. Absolutely. But uh, to answer your question, as far as like the most extreme thing that I would do that I've actually been dying to do, I've always wanted to do a flying knee on someone and freaking crash through glass and then just like <laughs> land on the other side. That's what huh? I've always, always, always wanted to do for a movie. Nice. You need like an Enter the Dragon scene with that. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Right? You're talking <laughs> about the mirrors and all that when he's trying to fight the yep. guy in the mirrors at the end? I love that. That's another classic. So your stunts, you, you're doing more stunts, martial arts-based stunts. You're not going to be hanging off a cliff. You're not going to be running uh, down the top of a train. 
Hell no, exactly. You know, no more, more for me. I, I, uh, my thing is that, um, I act in a, as well as I, uh, I perform and choreograph my own action. Um, but yeah, no, as far as like what I specialize in is mostly like the fight choreography stuff. Uh, as far as, um, you know, like rigging, like hanging offs anywhere or any wire work or, uh, car stunts, uh, explosions or any of that stuff. Uh, I've got, I've got friends who are, great at that and those are the only people that i trust to hang me off anything uh, <laughs> but honestly if i if i had the choice to not hang on something i choose not to do it okay yeah i'm with you on that man i'm not about heights yeah i Dude, mean it's interesting stuntman because i feel like most stuntmen are reckless to, uh, to a degree you you like, meet, I feel like it comes you, with you meet, the you meet a few people that are all about like, yeah, man, freaking lose the crash mat. No, no pads. None of that. I'm like, you fucking stupid. Uh, because I mean, first off, you got to last until the day is done. First off. That you is know, also true. true. And second, that's the thing. It, it also depends on their training, where they come from. You have to understand everybody from, uh, based on their background. And for me, I was trained, uh, I was trained by, uh, my teacher. His name is, uh, Maurice Crump, which, um, he is an absolute amazing uh, action star as well. As a matter of fact, since you're a fan of Tony Jaa, you probably have seen him. Uh, have you seen The Protector 2? The Protector? Yeah, The Protector 2. No, I have not seen that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, no, that's that, that's okay. I Thanks definitely for loved um, Ong Bak. You're definitely going to love Protector, uh, The Protector and The Protector 2. Uh, okay. My teacher, my teacher is actually one of the uh, – he was actually the main bad guy in The Protector 2. And he was also trained by Tony Jaw's teacher as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. And so from him, that's where I get my action training from. Now, are you an Eco Uwai fan? Absolutely. I that love is the, that's, the, that's the guy right now. Absolutely, yeah. He's the it guy. For those who don't know, he's the guy who did Raid Redemption. Um, he, he's, a, he's been in a bunch of a new Kung Fu movies. But Raid Redemption is... In my opinion, the best action-packed uh, kung fu movie. That it takes place in one building, and they go floor by floor. And this guy Eko uh, Uwai, am I pronouncing it right? Uh, it's Eko Uwais. Uwais. Yes. He is unreal. This dude. He's in a lot of new movies. He's like taking over, for, in my opinion, for like Gordon Liu from like back yep. in the day. Uh, no, absolutely. As a matter of fact, he's uh, he's definitely making uh, quite a few ways. Um, he's he's got a couple of uh, movies on Netflix right now. And yep. uh, as a matter of fact, I believe right now he's currently in talks of uh, shooting the Snake Eyes movie. Get the, out of here, really? Yeah, I don't know as who. Um, but, Is it like uh, a remake of the original one? Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a complete remake. Um, uh yeah new new actor playing uh snake eyes and uh storm shadow all that i'll watch so anything he's in because he's so he's very good raid redemption is one of my favorite movies oh absolutely uh he's he's absolutely amazing uh, i i would kill to freaking work with him one day would you would now let me ask you a question as a stuntman do you have to look like the person like how do uh, they because you have like an interesting look you're not like <laughs> no, no, I don't mean it in a weird way, but I'm saying like you got long hair. No, 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 no. Stuff, thank so you. Like... Well, thank you. No, because uh, uh, as a matter of fact, no, you, you actually bring up a good point. Um, because, I mean, for me, I've actually never doubled anyone. Oh, okay. I never have. And, and honestly, always... um, 
it's not necessarily my goal to be honest with you i mean for me it's uh i do the stunt stuff yeah um honestly uh whoever whoever pays me to do it that's that's really the only reason why i do it uh as far as like doing stunts you know being in the background you know you get hit by the lead star or whatever then you go in do stunt get the hell out you know that's that's pretty much it um but for me my goal is to be more of an actor uh okay i'm already doing it so let me just say uh my goal is to be more of an actor um more so than a stuntman so, so you want to be much. an actor who does his own stunts as opposed to a stuntman who's just doing stunts for other actors exactly exactly uh just, yeah as a matter of fact yeah kind of like yeah exactly like you know like eco tony jaw uh scott atkins donnie and all those cats you know that's what i'm looking to be so who's your favorite guys though i mean it's weird because i don't know how many people we know listen to a lot of the martial arts stuff but i'm heavily into it and i try and talk about it but so is, is, is who's your favorite like who's your guy Woo! that is uh that is a long list uh pick one i don't want to hear a list and I, I don't want to cop out of a few people i want fucking one one oh my god okay that's a that's a terrible question holy shit it's one more question. this is a good question i want to see you shaking oh, man. <laughs> if i had to choose i mean one of my one of my most favorites uh like i said man tony john inspired me inspired me to do um you know, to, to do Muay Thai and really one of my biggest uh, uh, influences in, you know, in my action career. But I, if I have to say my most favorites, I would have to say Donnie Yen. Okay. Donnie Yen is just a beast, not only with the Ip Man movies, but if you ever seen movies like Flashpoint, Special ID, Kung Fu Killer, um, hell, he just came out with one, which was cool because it was cool to see him in a, in a, in a, uh, in a comedic, uh, uh, light more than anything. It's called Enter the Fat Dragon. It's actually a the, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's actually a, it's actually a, a reboot of the original uh, Enter the Fat Dragon uh, with uh, Sammo Hung. And um, yeah, man, uh, this one was uh, was it was really great. As a matter of fact, I'd say it's one of my favorite movies of the year. Oh, it's, it's a movie this year. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally just came out. As a matter of fact, like maybe a week ago. Where can you find that? Because now I gotta find this. I gotta. I have never even heard of that. Uh well, as right now it's available on uh, on uh, on Blu-ray and digital. Um, as far as like, yeah, it's not it's not on Netflix just yet. Oh, I'm pretty right. sure. I'm pretty I sure. haven't so, gotten a DVD in years. It's <laughs> 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 it's available on Blu-ray. Yeah. Is there available Blu-ray players too? I don't think I have anything that plays that. <laughs> oh man. You, you know what, though? But that's just the current times right now, too. I know. Everything is streaming, streaming, streaming. Wait, Wait who is he in It Man? I'm trying to put a face to this guy. He's an It Man, this guy, right? Donnie oh, Yen? Yeah, he's the one that plays It Man. Oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah. I thought, okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure I was thinking of this, the right guy. Yeah. That's, you know... There's not enough people who enjoy this stuff. Well, maybe there's enough, but like whenever I talk about it on here, it's like me talking to myself. So it's nice to have somebody who I can actually talk about my kung fu movies. Yeah, and you want to know the funniest thing about this? I just sent my tattoo artist a text oh, literally Christ. yesterday, oh, no. and I had a conversation. I know B's laughing. I've been wanting to get like a Wu Tang. And like kung fu movie, like um, mural type of thing on my arm. 
So mm. I just sent my tattoo artist a picture of uh, an illustration I saw from Shogun Assassin and Five Ooh. Deadly Venoms. And Ooh. I want to put those together with the Jizz's uh, Liquid Swords uh, album cover. So that's in the works. So I'm getting something similar to that, you know, hopefully uh, sooner than later. But Hey, man, that doesn't yell martial arts fan. Freaking, I don't know what does. You're doing that's another gross. mixture tattoo where you're crossing genres? <laughs> it's not really genres. I mean, it's just all kung fu. Just think about pretty it as cool a kung fu tattoo. Yeah, all right. That sounds pretty cool. These, they're all, wait, it's going to go right on my forearm. <laughs> till I, I can't wait to see it. Wait, it's I, going all the way around? I'm going from my elbow to my wrist is the plan Damn. that's pretty cool but now do you like it'll be Shogun cool Assassin to see it when it when it, when it five deadly venoms like are you into the wu-tang movies oh absolutely man oh, uh, man. Those, those are one of the first films I, I grew up on everybody did yeah are you around are you in your, if you don't mind me asking are you in your 30s are you in the same generation as me or are you more towards Brit? Uh, no i'm uh, i'm actually 27 oh all right you're in between us there you go. There we go. I'm also, but I'm also what what uh, what many people call an old soul, man. Like there's, um, and and honestly, that's just how uh, how I grew up. Um, uh, there was a good period uh, period of time where I grew up with my grandparents, and okay. uh, so like they literally have pushed all their history on on me. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing, man. I I am stuck in a different decade than you know than I live in, so. Hey, I'm man. stuck in the hey, '90s and everything. Stuck in? Well, one, well, most of the music and everything. I I love everything in like the '70s and '60s and the '90s. Like I don't, I'm not a big entertainment person of like today's stuff. Right. Although, yeah. No, neither am I. Other than like you know like the rock music and stuff like that, but uh, I I definitely cannot get into any of the pop or any of today's rappers. Like very few rappers of today I like. As a matter of fact, I can only name Zelda Wreckage, dude. Listen to West Side Gun, uh, Benny the Butcher, and <laughs> B always shakes his head whenever I bring Got it up. Got them out all the time. like you're part of the band. You're trying to, you're trying to, he's like, he's like a, a guy in the front row of a concert, just like jumping down, like, pay attention to me. I like you guys. So he mentions it <laughs> on the podcast every week for some reason. It's not right, every week. He brings it up. When everyone brings up new rappers, I'm going to bring them up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anthony, when you, when you come down, down to New York, can you practice one of your uh, flips on our friend Chick over here? Would you be able to stunt man uh, him into a wall? Is that possible? I would love to fight with you <laughs> like that. Possibly. I would love for you to do some moves on me and see what I could do. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that. Yeah, I would love to see. Where that. do you are you wait? So you, are you do you live in Florida? I do. I, I reside in Florida. Ah, all right, all right. So ah, all right. you didn't have to travel like Chris did for that movie. Uh, no, no. As a matter of fact, Chris, uh, you actually came from out of town. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, Chris isn't a man that you know much about. He lives no, in I don't New York. say much. <laughs> in case you didn't know, Anthony, Chris lives in New York. Um, <laughs> yeah, the three of us live in New York. Oh, shit, what part? I'm in Massapequa, and they're in Farmingdale, Long Island. Oh, nice. Awesome, man. Yeah, I was actually born and raised in the Bronx. Oh, okay. oh okay. It's like yeah. you and Chris just met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, that's amazing to me. But I want to get back into this baseball movie because it's it's mind-boggling that they need a stuntman on that. 
Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, they, uh, the, so Mr. Mr. Tom Keniston, uh, he was the producer that brought me on board for, uh, for that project. He just wanted the kids to be safe and to be uh, well taken care of. Honestly, I mean, I, I joke, I joke about it this way, but it was a great, it was a great opportunity. I met all sorts of people, uh, made some friends, made some connections. Um, but I, I joke about it uh, in a sense of I was pretty much a glorified babysitter. Just basically, <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say. Were you basically yeah. just babysitting kids? Pretty much. Um, I mean, as far as like you know, uh, off camera, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was doing. Just making sure that the kids were not doing anything to hurt themselves uh, or anything like that. And if so, uh, make sure that they were padded up um, and uh, just you know showing them properly, you know how how to be safe, you know, with whatever action that they were gonna do. As a matter of fact, just to, just to 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 show to tell you what kind of like the extent of like how uh how much stunt was involved in this movie literally the biggest stunt is uh uh alex the lead uh, lead actor he gets hit in the head with a baseball so and, they had uh, to throw it at you first no as a matter of fact no uh, uh <laughs> he he's actually doing it he he gets hit in the head and he falls on the ground he falls on a nice little cushion off camera oh yeah yeah he did he did it himself and we, he actually wore a helmet. He actually wore a baseball helmet, so he was safe. And we had a rubber baseball. And literally, it was just a close-up shot of him getting hit in the head. And just to keep it safe, I'm the one that throws the ball at his head. Why is that safe, you throwing it? What are you, like, uh, <laughs> you're little? You're the least safe. So wait, I, I am so confused now. So now that, like, they, they're like, let's get the stunt man to throw a ball at the kid's head? <laughs> no, honestly, it was uh, it, it was a, it was the safest thing that could possibly happen. I mean, because you know you don't know the the strength of anybody else, and I literally just wristed, just yeah. tossed the ball like that, and it hits his head. I would have fucking whizzed that thing right at the kid. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have thrown extra hard. I'd be, like, I'd be like, you gotta earn this. You gotta earn this. <laughs> you want to do like your you own stuff, it. buddy? Here comes the Nolan Ryan Express right at your face. You think you can do my job? <laughs> And you know what's funny, man? Uh, Alex, um, he, uh, that was actually his first, his first movie. His first movie, like his first uh, of anything. He actually comes from a theater background. <laughs> so that was actually a really big opportunity for him. And he, and he ended up uh, playing as the lead actor and everything. So, yeah, uh, I remember uh, Chris said he was good. Or there yeah, he was, crushed it, there a couple kids that can be stars, maybe, you think? Yeah, there's a few of them that were really great and professional and like just knew what they were doing, too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, even though it was his first movie, but he was he was a great kid, and he he definitely kept it professional. He knew exactly how to act. Yeah, there were quite a few others that uh, were you know a bunch of pain in the asses. But I mean, kids are kids, and what can you do? But uh, you can tell there are also some other kids in there that have been doing this for quite some time. Did you ever? Now I do want to get into how bad your state has been during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are not making us look good as a country. Nah, man. I mean, that's just uh, <laughs> that is just uh, the, the the reckless. Can I hear about it firsthand? Like, what have your yeah, experience been in Florida about how reckless question. everybody's been? Well, I mean, speaking for myself, we, we're we're always trying to keep it safe in this house. I mean, we. I'm not calling you reckless, but the the state you live in hasn't been. No, in. no, I no, absolutely. I, I mean, uh, no, I mean, so far, me and my family, we're we're not reckless at all. I mean, we uh, constantly wear masks anywhere that we go. Uh, we really don't go much out anywhere, you know, just mm-hmm. to try to remain, you know, to try, just to try to remain safe. Uh, yeah. but, 
uh, that's just the, the recklessness of obviously, unfortunately, people my age, you know, who just want to go out, party, blah, blah, blah. And then people who obviously have their own opinions of, you know, wearing masks and all that stuff. And I mean, you know what, man, to each his own. Uh, the one thing that I, that I talk to my close friends about, you know, about the whole mask thing is that you got to kind of see it as, you know, it's not just about, you know, you covering up your face because people are afraid of you spreading everything. It's just you taking care of yourself and making sure that you don't get anything. So that way, when you go home, you don't spread it to your family. You kind of yep. have to, you know, you kind of have to go ahead and think, you know, uh, the dark night rises and, you know, like the mask is not for you, man. It's not it's <laughs> yeah. for, it's for the people that, that you're trying to protect. Right. That's literally yeah. the way I try to explain it to my friends. Well, anyway, smart, though. That they're bad with it, but I mean, you know, we talk about it amongst ourselves and, you know, what, um, you know, how, what, what are some of the challenges that we've been going through during this whole, you know, this whole COVID thing. And uh, uh, other than that, I mean, we're keeping it safe. Really, it, the only thing that, that, that concerns us is obviously jobs. Well, that's what I was going to say. So how has it been for you? Because I feel like there hasn't been a lot of uh, movies or, I mean, are you staying active? Has it been rough with COVID and everything? It's been a bit rough. I mean, uh, so far I've had a couple of uh, good breaks, you know, with um, uh, a couple of music videos that were happening down south in Miami. Um, luckily to a very awesome friend of mine um, and stunt coordinator, Luis Benitez. Um, he actually gave me one of my first big opportunities uh, doing some precision driving, a eh, little, little mini stunt driving. Um, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was, it was cool for uh, for what I had to do. It was, it was a great first time experience. What did you have to do? For, uh, just it was literally just precision driving. So it was for uh, Ride Along Two with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Okay. And yes. All you see me doing is just uh, driving the car in X amount of miles while a bunch of, while the actual like stunt drivers are like zooming past me zigzagging and all that stuff okay all right literally all that i uh that i got to do oh so you're just your job is to make sure they don't crash into you (laughs) you're like the pace car great thank you exactly that's a good move yeah yeah you know like i said it was a great it was a great first gig for uh for a major production because that was actually the um the, the first major production that actually allowed me to get my sag card um and everything oh you're a sag actor look at you Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, when yeah, you're a SAG actor, does that so, mean you get to so, vote so, on um, awards? Say again? Do you get to vote on awards now? Uh, I haven't had the, ple- the, the, the pleasure to do that just yet. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm SAG eligible right now. I haven't okay. necessarily uh, found the need just yet, especially due to this COVID thing, uh, to actually, you know, sign up for SAG or anything like that. Because um, luckily, well, not luckily, let me not say that. Uh, the the projects that I've had to do that I've done so far have not required me to, you know, go ahead and drop whatever. Yeah, yeah, because it costs money to get to, to get it right. Say again. It costs it costs a certain amount of money to actually get the card, correct? To actually get the card, yeah, you have the um, the. Um, you have dues uh, or something. Yeah, you have the the dues. Yeah. Uh, to go ahead and pay to uh, to actually get your card, and then there's the the annual fee, which is not a whole, it's not a lot. It's a couple hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, I guess uh, you make the initial uh, initial uh, the initiation fee. Yeah, the initiation fee is like a couple of grand. Oh man. Oh wow. Yeah, but I mean that's that's uh, that's you know how they look at it, you know, especially in the in the action industry. Um, that shows that you're dedicated. 
and you're looking to, you know, to, to work hard. You know what shows you're dedicated? When you start running on top of a train, that's when it shows you're dedicated. <laughs> I was just going to say, you better stay, you need to jump out of a plane or yeah, run on top of trains. Be like, I don't want to be a driver. Show me the money. Hold me up, baby. A good amount of zeros, and I'll jump on the train. All right. I'm trying to think of other crazy stunts. You ever watch Die Hard, the live, what is it, the last one where he's, he falls, doesn't he fall off a plane onto like a bridge that's breaking? It's like, it's the if absurd. If you yeah. down to fall off a plane and not run on a train, then I'm going to shut this Zoom call off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that actually sounds good. It's just a crap. Yeah. Like the crap. Yeah, he just has a thing with trains, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> that B's really caught up on the train thing. Yeah, well, I am. I, I, I would do all that on green screen. <laughs> That's the thing, man. A lot of those stunts aren't happening, right? They're just like, they're, they're for being the most, suspended. For the most part, I mean, uh, for, for things to that extreme, yeah, no, for the most part, man, that's, that shit ain't happening. It's a lot of, you know, CGI, green screen, all that stuff. I mean, just damn good VFX work, which, you know, not for nothing. Respects to anybody who does that, because that um, looks like it takes a lot of time and patience. That shit is hard. Yeah. So do you, when you watch a movie and things now, do you see, like, when the stunts are, can you tell when it's a stuntman, if it's not? Like, do you see things that we won't see, per se? As a matter of fact, I always do. And it's funny because, like, now, ever since I came into this industry, I don't just, I mean, there are some movies, obviously, I do enjoy. But then, like, there, there are times where if I spot something, I'm like, oh, you know, I saw that little, that little bump on his shirt. He's wearing a pad under there, which, you know, great. But if you catch yeah. it, you know, it's like, that's not, you're not supposed to see it. But, um, yeah, no, now I, 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 I critique movies, man. I'm always critiquing I was going to say, does it take not, away not from your enjoyment of watching them? Right, not to say that, oh, you know, this part sucks or anything like that. Like, I'm now, I, I, I watch movies totally differently ever since I came into the industry. Mm. Which, in a way, I'm glad, because it, it really makes me appreciate the process of making that film. Yeah, but then sometimes you lose the the innocence of just watching something and enjoying it for what it is because you know too much that goes into it. Exactly. So like when you see something crazy, you're like, ah, eh, that, you know, he just did this or like you said, he wore padding or whatever it may right. be. Right. Exactly. Now, do you have anything coming up? Any um, new, anything on the horizon that you want to promote or you're looking forward to? Uh, well, nothing, uh, nothing solid just yet. Uh, right now, it's just a lot of uh, conversations. Like I said, man, this COVID uh, thing really has, uh, it definitely has uh, shaken us all up, man. Yeah. But uh, so far, I got another music video that's actually coming out soon, which that one I'm actually looking forward to. You help the girls twerk in the music videos? <laughs> uh, that I don't, I don't know of. I doubt it. Only because, like, in this music video from, uh, uh, not, to, not to say too much, but... Um, it's a it's a music video with uh, these Latin uh, Latino artists. Uh, one is named Mr. Eight One Eight, whatever his name is. Uh, no, no. Uh, one is name is. Uh, <laughs> took a chance. Uh, Ozuna. I heard Miami. I took a shot. Who? Uh, Ozuna and Daddy Yankee. Uh, Daddy Yankee, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did a music video with them recently, not too long ago, and it's supposed to take place like in the Egyptian times and. This awesome fight scene that happens in there uh, that you actually get to see me and my face perform and actually do. It's freaking, it's, it's actually awesome. So I'm actually. I didn't know they still did that. music videos. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Like right now, that's like the biggest freaking thing. I've been I, I, actually, like not too long ago, 
uh, I was in the gym and they were playing a random music video on the screen. And I'm over here looking at Demi Lovato, like freaking kicking ass. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this Disney ass freaking woman. <laughs> well, because MTV isn't even music videos anymore. I don't even know where you find music videos. Like MTV Six. Yeah, we grew up in the YouTube, era of the. Music you find video. them on YouTube. MTV. <laughs> you know, MTV used to be a legit music. I believe it. Twenty station. years ago. <laughs> And 20 Chris years ago, just saw 20 years ago. I could still remember certain songs, and I just think of the music video. I remember every New Year's waiting for the countdown. MTV used to do that 100 video yeah. countdown, yes. and, Teen, and Teen Spirit was number one every yeah. single year. Every year. <laughs> it was yeah, every single year. was in there at some point. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I, I haven't seen much music videos these days, but I guess they're still out there. Uh, yeah, especially um, what you call like now, like uh, a lot of it happens down south in Miami. So far that I've noticed. I mean, so far like that 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 week. As a matter of fact, I had done three music videos, and so far two of them has uh, has come out already. And uh, right now I'm just waiting for the third one that uh, that that we did. What are they, uh, did they come uh, out on Blu-ray as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this one, uh, this one's gonna be on YouTube. Okay, uh, all right. I got to look up these music videos. Oh, yeah. No, it's I, just crazy. I, I, I'm not going to lie. It's just my, I didn't really know they did music videos still. Good for them. Yeah. Though. Oh, yeah. There was a good thing. A good music video is hard to come by. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Especially like now. Like, I, I noticed they're, they're actually getting into more of uh, making short films out of music videos. You know, just kind of taking what, uh, well, what it might be. They did a thriller. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you know, uh, with thrill, a thriller, they freaking rock my world. Criminal. Yeah, they fucking did all those little short movie uh, videos. And you know what my favorite one is? Down Low with R. Kelly. Oh, uh, yeah, that's one of the all-time greats. With the Isley brother? Yeah. And he, and it, which Isley is it? I don't even know which one it is. But, but no, fucking, no, that's are you, you're talking about going into the closet. No, I'm talking about Down Low when he beats – Isley Brother is in R. Kelly's a couple of his videos as, like, a, uh ongoing theme. But in Down Low, he bangs Isley's wife, and then Isley picks him up. They beat the piss out of him, and they leave him that's, in the desert. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did this to you. I did this to you. Is that the music video where he's singing, but he's explaining everything that's happening? <laughs> no, that's real talk. No, yeah, that's that's <laughs> not down low. Um, I gotta find it because there's this amazing R. Kelly video, and I can't think of the name. I think it's in the closet where he. It might be the, the the in the closet video, and I'm 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 probably wrong about this, but the whole premise is R. Kelly is in the closet while there's a man with his wife, and he's singing about it. So he's like, <laughs> he's up in my woman, and it's it's it's, 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 it's an in and it was like a, a ten minute uh, long video. I remember the first night I watched it, I was, you, you know, when you watch something and you just your jaw drops. It was like, oh, what the fuck is it. this? I have to find it. Yeah, I need to see this. One. And, and they did multiple parts. He's got uh he's got one song. I don't know if there's a video, but it's called Real Talk and it's a one-sided argument with his wife. But it's the <laughs> only either his side. It's great. 
that's why you know what trapped he may in the be, closet is what i'm talking about r kelly may be um keeping girls captive in his house but it's tough to pass up on his entertainment bro this is why i'm having a big <laughs> issue with all the epstein stuff because oh if tom God. hanks you guys have no idea if tom hanks goes down i might have to just be like you know what i have no morals anymore because he is my favorite actor i my favorite movie is with tom hanks i can't stomach or take if he's uh, a pedophile i can't take it all oh right. right i, I didn't hear that tom hanks was a pedophile where did he's you he's not a you pedophile. guys I hope he's not. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, me, right? That's, it's nonsense. I heard no, no. I, I, Tom I, I Hanks was it. Pray to God that Tom Hanks is not. A, I mean, come on, man. You can't. You can't. Nah, don't even bring that into this atmosphere. He's not. I, I, I refuse to believe it. That would be a rough yeah. one, man, because he seems like the nicest guy. Well, they're he saying is. like Jimmy Kimmel, Ellen, uh, Chrissy Teigen. Um, oh, but you know what, though, I also heard like Chrissy Teigen eats kids or something like that. Like uh, yeah. none of that shit's real. <laughs> She eats baby toes for yeah, five babies or something. Can I just read you guys the? So I looked up real quick the Wikipedia of the R. Kelly trapped in the closet. I'm going <laughs> to read you the description of the uh, trapped in the closet Wikipedia. Now, Wikipedia is a little messed up, but it's pr this is pretty much it. So, trapped in the closet is an opera by American R&B singer R. Kelly, which opera. currently consists of 33 chapters. Released from 2005 to 2012, written and produced by R. Kelly, the series tells a story of a one-night stand which sets off a chain of events, gradually revealing a greater web of lies, sex, and deceit. The music follows the distinct E major pattern, and most chapters feature the same melodic theme. That's So he went, he went 33 <laughs> chapters of him singing in a closet, and it's the same... And it's you'll be on you're the so, edge. You're so talented, me. Oh you'll be on the edge of your seat. <laughs> I just <laughs> wish they made music videos like that. They don't do it anymore, and it bothers me. Well, they do. You apparently. need to be in a video like that, Anthony, where you're banging R. Kelly's wife, and R. Kelly's singing about you in a closet. Oh man, you'll never catch me anywhere in a music video like that. <laughs> 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 they really, you know, I mean, think about it. Soul Asylum made a video that they found a ton of lost kids. Now they're doing what? Are we talking about the pedophile stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm all over the place. I'm just all thinking right. of random music videos that I loved in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Soul Asylum made a song called Runaway Train. And they and found in the video, kids in the train. Yeah, it was what all the they were just hanging out. No, it was no, it was dude, all they were predicting like the culture. <laughs> you know what, Chris? Who owned the train? Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's a runaway train. It's a runaway train, man. Tom Hanks. But it's back. We're exhausting this episode. It'll be called a runaway train. <laughs> episode two twenty-five, a runaway train, or whatever we're on. Two twenty-five. Two twenty-five. One twenty-five. <laughs> We're at 127. B's all okay. over the place. All right. But all guys, right. if you made it this far, does anybody have anything that you guys want to promote? B, you have anything coming up or Chris? Yeah, I do actually. What? August 15th, I'm I'm gonna be at One Eye Jack's backyard patio. Nice for a comedy nice. show. Yeah, 
Come out. I'll be telling some jokes about the pandemic. It'll be it'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Look right. at me making fun of himself. I'm embarrassed to promote that. Anthony, thank you for coming on, though. We do appreciate you. Um, oh, absolutely. Thank good you luck with everything. I can't wait to see this baseball movie now. And, yeah. um, Where can people find you? You have, like, an Instagram or something that we can? Like? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my Instagram is uh, at Anthony Giovanni Elias. And uh, also my, uh, um, my action team's Instagram is Genesis Action Stunts. Cool. Nice. All right. Sweet. Cool. Well, guys, if you made it this far, thank you for uh, listening. I think we're uh, episode 127. We got in the books. Yeah, baby. Until the next time. See you next week. Peace.